Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani Mamrabai Ram Goldray and Tamar Zekas Kedushin Daf Ein Ches, the fourth parak Asar Yochsin. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. Abai says Kidesh Lokev, a Kohen married a woman, prohibited to Kohanim, he incurs Malkas even without relations. Baal Lokev, if he had relations, he incurs Malkas even without marrying her. The former is for violating Loyikach, he shall not take, meaning marriage, and the latter is for violating Loyikhalel, he shall not profane her. Rav says he only incurs Malkas for relations after marriage because the Torah juxtaposed the prohibitions to teach Matam Loyikach, what's the reason he shall not take, Mishum Loyikhalel, because the Torah commands he shall not profane. Abai agrees that regarding the prohibition to remarry his divorced wife, who married someone else in the interim, Malkas are only for relations after marriage, because the Torah says, to take her in marriage to be a wife for him, the second phrase indicating relations. Although Rabbi holds that a marriage alone does not incur Malkas, he agrees that a Kohen Gadol receives Malkas for prohibited relations alone, as well as any Kohen. They both agree that relations with one's divorced wife do not incur Malkas without marriage, because Derech Asrator, the Torah only forbade such relations through marriage. Point number two, in the Mishan Daf Ein Zayin Amonav, Rabbi Yudah taught, Bas Ker Zacher Kebas Chalal. A convert's daughter is prohibited to a Kohen, like a Chalal's daughter. He eventually derives it from a Tzadashava, a common characteristic between a Chalal, whose parents were fit Jews, but originates from a transgression, and a first-generation Mitzri convert, whose parents were non-Jews, but was not born through a transgression. The Tzadashava being, She'enam Beruv Kahal Upi Topesua. They are unlike most of the congregation, and their daughter is forbidden. Although both also disqualify a woman to Kahuna through relations, Rebuta derives that Agar also would from the Tzadashava. Rabbi Shimon Yechai holds that a convert herself is permitted to a Kohen if she was converted before the age of three. He supports this from Moshe's telling the soldiers who fought against Minyan that they could spare the girls below the age of three for themselves, and Pinchas, a Kohen, was among those soldiers. The other Tanaim responded that they could keep them as slaves. The Gemara explains that all Tanaim, including the other two quoted in the Mishnah, find support in a Pasuk which states that Kohani must marry woman, Mezer Beis Yisrael, from the seat of the house of Yisrael. And point number three, the next mission states that one who says Benize Mamzer, this son of mine is a Mamzer, he's not believed even if the mother agrees and even if the child has not yet been born. Rudo holds the father is believed. A bright Darshan is the word Yakir, he shall recognize his firstborn son to teach, Yakirenu Lachirim, he can identify him to others. From here, review to derive that a father is believed to identify his firstborn and even to say he's a Halal or Mamzer. The Chachamim say he's not believed to disqualify his son. And Rav explains that they derive from Yakir that a father can identify his firstborn son where it is unknown. Although it seems obvious that a father is believed to entitle him to a double portion of inheritance, since he could simply give him any of his possessions as a gift, a Pasuk is needed for possessions he obtains after his identification, and he could not give as a gift. According to Rabbi Meir, who holds that one may transfer possessions he later acquires, the Pasuk is needed for possessions he acquires as a Goses, a dying man when he's incapable of transferring them. So once again, the three points are number one. Abai says, Kidesh Loka, if a Kohen married a woman, prohibit to Kohanim, he incurs Malkas even without relations. Abai says, Kidesh Loka, if a Kohen married a woman, prohibited to Kohanim, he incurs Malkas even without relations. Baal Loka, if he had relations, he incurs Malkas even without marrying her. The former is for violating Loyikach, he shall not take, meaning marriage, and the latter is for violating Loyikhalel, he shall not profane her. Rava says he only incurs Malkas for relations after marriage because the Torah juxtaposed the prohibitions to teach Matam Loyikach, what's the reason he shall not take, Mishum Loyikhalel, because the Torah commands he shall not profane. 
Abai agrees that regarding the prohibition to remarry his divorced wife, who married someone else in the interim, Malkas are only for relations after marriage, because the Torah says, to take her in marriage to be a wife for him. The second phrase indicating relations. Although Rav holds that a marriage alone does not incur Malkas, he agrees that a Kohen Gadol receives Malkas for prohibited relations alone, as well as any Kohen. They both agree that relations with one's divorced wife do not incur Malkas without marriage, because Derech Ikuchen Asr Torah, the Torah only forbades such relations through marriage. Point number two, in the Mishan Daf Ein Zayin Amonav, Rabbi Yudah taught, Bas Ker Zacher Kebas Chalal. A convert's daughter is prohibited to a Kohen, like a Chalal's daughter. He eventually derives it from a Tzadashava, a common characteristic between a Chalal, whose parents were fit Jews, but originates from a transgression, and a first-generation Mitzri convert, whose parents were non-Jews, but was not born through a transgression. The Tzadashava being, She'enam Beruf Kahal Upi Topesua, they are unlike most of the congregation, and their daughter is forbidden. Although both also disqualify a woman to Kahuna through relations, Revuda derives that Agar also would from the Tzadashava. Rabbi Shimon Yechai holds that a convert herself is permitted to a Kohen if she was converted before the age of three. He supports this from Moshe's telling the soldiers who fought against Minya that they could spare the girls below the age of three for themselves, and Pinchas, a Kohen, was among those soldiers. The other Tanaim respond that they could keep them as slaves. The Gemara explains that all Tanaim, including the other two quoted in the Mishnah, find support in a Pasuk which states that Kohani must marry woman, Mezer Beis Yisrael, from the seed of the house of Yisrael. And point number three, the next mission states that one who says Benize Mamzer, this son of mine is a Mamzer, he's not believed even if the mother agrees and even if the child has not yet been born. Rudo holds the father is believed. A bright darshan is the word Yakir, he shall recognize his firstborn son to teach, Yakirenu Lachirim, he can identify him to others. From here, review to derive that a father is believed to identify his firstborn and even to say he's a Chalal or Mamzer. The Chachamim say he's not believed to disqualify his son. And Rav explains that they derive from Yakir that a father can identify his firstborn son where it is unknown. Although it seems obvious that a father is believed to entitle him to a double portion of inheritance, since he could simply give him any of his possessions as a gift, a Pasuk is needed for possessions he obtains after his identification, and he could not give as a gift. According to Rabbi Meir, who holds that one may transfer possessions he later acquires, the Pasuk is needed for possessions he acquires as a gosis, a dying man when he's incapable of transferring them. All right, so now we go to our Simradaf Ein Ches, and this was suggested to us by Jeremy Shywitz from Woodmere, New York, as well as Yeshua Eisenberg. They both suggested that Ein Ches is a child going ach, a child going ach. So here goes. The little boy, who would usually go ach with his veggies, took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding Kidesh Loke, and instead used his vegetables to enact a Kohen, marrying a little convert, and a father saying his son is a mamzer. Once again, slow motion. The little boy who would usually go, ach, boy going, ach, that must be more on daf, ein ches, ach. The little boy who would usually go, ach, with his veggies, took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding kidesh loke, which reminds us, Abai says, kidesh loke, if a Kohen married a woman, prohibited to Kahanim, he incurs malkas even without relations. Baal loke, if he had relations, he incurs malkas even without marrying her. The former is for violating loyikach, he shall not take, meaning marriage, and the latter is for violating loyikhalel, he shall not profane her. Rabbi says he only incurs malkas for relations after marriage because the Torah juxtaposed in prohibitions to teach what's the reason he shall not take because the Torah commands he shall not profane. So the little boy who would usually go ach with his veggies took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding kidesh loke and instead used his vegetables to enact the Kohen marrying a little convert which reminds Rabbi Shimba Yechai holds that a convert herself is permitted to a Kohen if she was converted before the age of three. 
He supports this from Moshe's telling the soldiers who fought against Midian that they could spare the girls below the age of three for themselves, and Pinchas, a Kohen, was among those soldiers. So the little boy who would usually go, ugh, with his veggies, took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding Kidesh Loke, and instead uses vegetables to enact a Kohen marrying a little convert, and a father saying his son is a mamzer, which reminds us. The next mission states that one who says, Beniza mamzer, this son of mine is a mamzer. He's not believed even if the mother agrees, and even if the child has not yet been born. Revuto holds that the father is believed. A bright Darshan's word, Yakir, he shall recognize his firstborn son to teach. Yakirenu lacheren, he can identify him to others. From here, Rabbi Yehuda derived that a father is believed to identify his firstborn, and even to say he's a halal or mamzer. The Chachamim say he's not believed to disqualify his son, and Rav explains that they derive from Yakir that a father can identify his firstborn son where it's unknown. So once again, the little boy who would usually go ugh with his veggies took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding Kidesh Loke, and instead uses vegetables to enact a Kohen marrying a little convert, and a father saying his son is a mumzer. Alright, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Ein Dal, so the similar Daf Ein Dal, it is an aide, a witness. So here goes. The seller who is told in the witness stand, witness stand, that must be more on Daf Ein Dal, aid. The seller who is told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to since the item already left his possession, which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce that where two people are arguing over who bought an item, the seller is believed to identify the true buyer. This is only where the merchandise is still in the seller's possession because it's his responsibility to complete the transaction and give it to the buyer, and so is careful to remember him. Once it left his possession, he's no longer granted special believability because he is less careful to remember the buyer once he fulfilled his responsibility. So the seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call a shtuki, a baduki, which reminds the mission of Samachtes Amonov taught that Abba Shul called a shtuki, a baduki, and examine one. Abba Shul holds that if we ask his mother and she says that she had relations with a genealogical fit man, she's believed even where most of the people in the city would render her child unfit for kahuna. So the seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call a shtuki, a baduki, who ran through the courtroom to see the chuppah taking place outside of an Amoni ger marrying a mamzeris, which reminds us, the next mission teaches, all those forbidden to enter the congregation, are permitted to marry one another. Rabbi ultimately explains that Amoni or Moabi Ger are the ones forbidden to enter the congregation that the mission permits to marry other such people, such as Mamzerim. Even Rabbi Yudu prohibits converts to marry Mamzerim would agree that these Gerim who are prohibited to legitimate Jews are permitted to Mamzerim. Daf Ein Hei, so the Zimra Daf Ein Hei is an Amma Aretz. The Amma Aretz, Amha Aretz, that must be on Daf Ein Hei, Amha Aretz. The Al-Ha'aretz, who failed the Shadchan 101 course when he suggested an Amana to a Kongado, followed by other women disqualified to the Kahuna, which reminds us, Abraisa presents three opinions about which people disqualify a woman to Kahuna through relations. The Gemara explains that all agree that the rule is modeled after an Amana who marries a Kongado, the source of a woman becoming disqualified. So the Amahars who failed the Shatchan 101 course when he suggested an Amana to a Kongado, followed by other women disqualified to the Kahuna. For God who is Suffolk Mamzer can marry, which reminds us, Rub ruled like Rabbalazar that a Suffolk Mamzer cannot marry a certain Mamzeris, nor a Suffolk one. Shmuel argued that the Halakha should follow Hillel, who taught the ten categories of Yuchus ascended from Bavo, and all people forbidden to the Kahal may marry each other. So the Amaars who failed the Shatchan 101 course when he suggested an Amana to a Kongado, followed by the woman disqualified to the Kahuna, for God who a Suffolk Mamzer can marry, and then tried to set up a Kusi 
with Akusis, which reminds us, Blazertat, Kusi lo Yisa Kusis. Akusi cannot marry Kusis, although they are members of the same nation. He holds they cannot marry each other because some are unfamiliar with the laws of marriage, leading to some invalid divorces and subsequent mamzerim. Since the descendants of those familiar with the laws were not mamzerim, no Kusi can marry another. Daf Ein Vav. So the Simran Daf Ein Vav is an IV tube, intravenous tube. So here goes. The great-great-grandmother on IV. IV? That must be more on Daf Ein Vav. The great-great-grandmother on IV, whose yichus was being checked out because her Gohenna's great-great-granddaughter wanted to get married, which reminds us the next mission states, a nosi isha Gohenna's, one who wishes to marry a woman who's a Gohenna's, sarach lidoch acharel arbi imaos shen shmona. He must investigate four of her mothers, meaning female ancestors, as well as their mothers to determine if any is forbidden to the kahal, which is eight altogether as the mission delineates. So the great-great-grandmother on IV, whose yichus was being checked out because her Gohenna's great-great-granddaughter wanted to get married, showed a picture of her ancestor who sat on the Sanhedrin, which reminds us, the mission taught that the ancestors of a member of Sanhedrin do not require investigation. The reason is, Kashem should base in Manukim B'Tzedek, just as Basin must be clean in justice, Kach Manukim Mikomum, so they must be clean from any genealogical blemish. So the great-great-grandmother on IV, whose yichus was being checked out because her Kohenna's great-great-granddaughter wanted to get married, showed a picture of her ancestor who sat on the Sanhedrin to the rabbi of a town who took care of the spiritual needs while Ger's son managed the town's physical needs, which reminds us, Rav Yosef holds that a Ger's son whose mother is Jewish is considered mekher of Echecha in your brother's midst. Therefore, when it comes to splitting up responsibilities of authority in a town, Rabbi, who was a great man, was told he should manage the spiritual needs of the town, and his host, who was a convert son, should manage its physical needs. Daf Ein Zayn, so the similar Daf Ein Zayn is an A's, a goat. So here goes. The sad bas Chala walking her goat, goat, that must mean Daf Ein Zayn, A's. The sad Baschala walking her goat, who just found out she was Aser to Kahuna forever, which reminds us the next mission states, Baschala Zachar Pesul Mina Kahuna La'olam. The dawn of a male Chalal is disqualified from Kahuna forever, meaning even many generations later. Yisrael Shanasa Chalala, but a Yisrael who married a Chalala, Bito Kashero Kahuna, his daughter is Fitra Kahuna. This distinction is based on the Pasuk, He shall not profane his offspring among his people from a Gezer Shava of Ba'amav Ba'amav from the prohibition for a Kohen to become Tameh from a corpse, which only applies to Mel Kohanim. So the sad Baschal walking her goat, who just found out she was Aser to Kahuna forever, came across an Almada sitting on a goatskin mat, mourning the passing of her third husband, which reminds us, Abraisa teaches Almana, Almana, Almana. A Kohen who has relations with a widow, a widow, and a widow. Eno chayv el-achas is only chayv to one set of malkas. The case is a woman who is widowed from three different husbands, where you might have said that she is prohibited by three separate titles of prohibition because each widowhood is a result from three different husbands. So the Brisa teaches that separate physical entities are required for multiple malkas, and they are not in this case. So the sad boss walking her goat, who just found out she was Aster to Kahuna forever, came across an almana sitting on a goatskin mat, mourning the passing of her third husband, being comforted by a woman who became a Chalala as a result of an Isakahuna, which reminds us that Chalala is the only result of an Isakahuna. Not an Issacharis. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn Rabbi Shimma Yochai holds that a cone is permitted to a convert who converted before the age of three? That's on Duff. Ein Ches. Good number two. Which stuff do you learn the descendants of a member of Sanhedrin do not need to be investigated regarding Yichus? That's on Duff. Ein Vav. Good number three. Which stuff do you learn a woman only becomes a Chalala from an Issacharis? Not an Issacharis. That's on Duff.
Ein Zayin. Good number four. Which of the one Rebbe taught that a Kusi cannot marry Kusis? That's on Duff. Ein Hey. Good number five. Which Duff you learned about the prohibition of a Shtuki? That's on Duff. Ein Gimel. Good number six. Which Duff you learned about whether a father is believed to say that a son is a mumser? That's on Duff. Ein Ches. Good number seven. Which of the one a Kohen who has relations with a triple Almana is only chayv one set of Malkas? That's on Duff. Ein Zayin. Good number eight. Which Duff do we have three opinions about which people disqualify a woman to Kohuna through relations? That's on Duff. Ein Hey. Good number nine. Which Duff do we have a Malkas about whether Kidesh Loka, whether a Kohen who married a woman prohibited to him, incurs Malkas even without having relations? That's on Duff. Ein Ches. Good. And number 10. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do we discuss positions of authority for Gerim? That's on Dav. Ein Vav. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.